my class okay. Thank you so much. Come on, let's give God a good clap offering. Shall we do that? Okay, if you have empty seats uh, in the front, can you all move to the centre so that those people who are coming in now, uh, they can have a seat. So if you have empty seats between you, please move to the centre so that uh, the, the ushers will then bring in the people to sit in this hall. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Okay, um, I'm Pastor Chu. I'm the senior pastor of this church, just in case you don't know, you're visiting. And uh, it is a tradition of SIBKL that at the first month of every year, uh, we cast vision. In other words, we tell the church the spiritual direction we are taking, not only for the new year, but also year upon year as we build upon what God has shown to us last year. So what I'm going to share with you today is what will happen this year as well as what's going to happen in the next few years. Before that, a commercial. This one is for those of you in the medical field, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a nurse, or whether you are a pharmacist or a medical student or any medical-related field, I will be there because I was a doctor before, so as a wife, put myself in the hot seat, and then you ask me questions regarding my belief of how to integrate between the Christian faith and miracles. What happens to ministering to a person who is on a vegetative state? Do we take off the respirator? My stand on abortions. Things like that. So I will invite you to come if you are related to the medical field on the 28th of January. The theme for 2024, this year for SIBKL, is Strong Church, Strong Generations. So everybody say, Strong Church, Strong Generations. One more time. Strong Church. Those of you upstairs, say, Strong Church, Strong Generations. So every year, in August, at the beginning of August, I take my SBO team, which is a senior pastoral office, away to isolate ourselves for three to four days to seek God for a spiritual direction for the year ahead. So in August last year, I took my team to Fraser's Hill. And for, I think, three nights or four nights, we huddled together, sought the Lord, for a theme for this year, which is a very, very critical year for the history of our church, what do you want us to do? What is the theme so that we not only move on, but move forwards in a new era? And the Lord gave us this theme, Strong Church, Strong Generations. Why? Why Strong Church? Why Generations? Because this year, two major events will take place in this church. This church. Number one, 
This year, 2024, SIBKL will celebrate our 30th anniversary. Come on, let's give God a clap offering. I didn't say 300 years, huh? I say 30 years. Only 30 years ago, God has blessed this church from a very humble beginning of 15 people, one five, to where we are today, having three services in two premises, all in all, in all our services, around 4,000 people. This is a work of God. But this year, we're going to celebrate 30 years of the existence of SIBKL as we begin to move forward in the coming years. It is also a year when I step aside. After 30 years as a senior pastor leading this church, I sense in my spirit it is time for me to step aside. I said step aside, I didn't say step down. In other words, when I step aside, I just step aside from the limelight. Sorry, la, I'm still around. <laughs> but I will leave the operations of this church to my successors. And I share with you in a short while what, who are my successors so that they will now take the church to the next level. This year is a landmark year for the church. Every year is a milestone, but certain years are landmarks. What's the difference? If I go from Kuala Lumpur to Penang, Ipoh is a landmark. So as I go from KL to Ipoh, I pass many milestones. They are important. Why? Because they pace us. I know I'm nearing Ipoh. One landmark or one milestone after another milestone. When I reach Ipoh, I will stop and eat the famous Ipoh Chakwetiao. Not not Chakwetiao. <laughs> Ipoh Kwetiao soup. It's Penang that's quite Kwetiao. Kwetiao. Chi Jong Fan is very good in Ipoh, I was told. So is the Yong Tao Fu, right? But it's a landmark. It's a time where I stand and stay for a while. It's a momentous time where I stand stand for a while, but I have not yet reached my destination because my destination is Penang. So this year is a landmark year where a lot of things will happen, but we have not reached our destination probably till Jesus returns. So on the 7th of 7, 2004, all these things will happen when I hand over and step aside. If I were you, I'll make sure that I'm there. Mark your calendar. On the 7th of July, 2004, when I am 77 years old, I am 77 years old, I will hand over. Seven is a number of perfection. Seven is a number of covenant. Seven is a number of covenantal rest. Genesis 26, verse 32. 
So I feel that this year I have reached my convergence, but I will move on to do something so that I can be released from the operations and the management of the day-to-day -day affairs of this church to very able young pastors so that I can move on, I believe, to be a greater blessing to the body of Christ at large in this nation. So we will have it in this place called Megastar Arena. How many of you know of this place or actually been there before? Shut your hands. Not many. In the balcony? Do you know that we have such a high-end auditorium in KL, you know? Uh, Pastor Lindy was sourcing various premises to hold and host our event this year. And when we step into this place, wow, it was wow, literally wow. It, the sound was immaculate. There are about five to seven LED screens and the whole place is actually tailor-made for concerts. And I was told that every month at least there's a K-pop conference going on there, K-pop concert going on. Do you know what I'm talking about? The sound is so good. Fantastic. But the only problem is it can only sit 3,600 people. You know, in 2019, when we had our 25th anniversary, over 6,000 of us gathered at MyTech. How many of you were there? Actually, how many of you were there? Wow, quite a number of you. But praise God, not everybody raised your hands. Huh? Please praise a lot. That means we have grown in the last five years. There are new people that has now come into the church since 2019. But in 2024, I want to believe that there are more people, so we're going to have two services. Each service can only see 3,006. So you can either come in the morning, we'll let you know in detail what time, or you can come in the afternoon session, but please don't come for both. <laughs> so that we can ha have a wonderful time of celebration, and that's when the handover will take place. In August last year, as I said, we went away to seek God. And because God told us about strong church, strong generations, that we want to build a generational church that will not only last for this year, but last for generations to come. So we were seeking the Lord for what books of the Bible should we preach on. You know, in this church, Every year, we preach with books of the Bible. So last year, we did Ruth, we did Luke's Gospel, aspects of it, and we did a wonderful preaching series on First and Second Timothy. So we asked the Lord, and the Lord just prompted us, do First and Second Samuel, First and Second Chronicles. Following the life and times of David, the handover of David to Solomon, and the life and times of Solomon till 2 Chronicles chapter 10, when Solomon passed away. So it's going to be a very interesting study from the pulpit on the life and times of David and Solomon and the handover. Good or not so good, we will learn what it is to hand over successfully. So that's what we will do from the pulpit ministry for this year. Notice, that I never said hands off. Notice that I never said retirement. I said only step aside. Hands 
over is very different from hands off. Handing over is transiting. Hands off is retiring. So I'm not retiring. Uh. Sorry, uh, I'm not retiring. I am transiting. The difference is this. When I transit or step aside, I'm still around. But I will leave the operations to able young people who will now take over from me in the day-to-day -day running of the church and release me. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. I will then release to do other things. I will not do nothing. But even in the church itself, I will be around still to do what? Four things. I will be there to coach. I will be there to consult, give my two cents worth of my opinions of what, what they do. They will chart the spiritual direction, but I will be consulted. I will contribute to whatever I can. Because I still have energy, I still have, I'm still quite young, ma. And I will connect with people. Amen. Whoa. So I will now move to a different role. Understand? This is a different role altogether. Not what I have been doing for 30 years. But now I will move to that kind of a role in the background, but still very much involved in the life of this church. I will still be preaching. I will still be doing a lot of things. But I will be there. Tutoring, coaching, setting up my successes to win. In transiting as contrasted to retiring, it will take time. Two to three years. In other words, this whole process of transition will take two to three years before we hand over fully to our young pastors. Why? Why? Because we want to coach them. Because it's not so easy to no, take over SIBKL. It ain't so easy. Uh. Uh, there are so many things we need to do, so many influences, so many things. But I'm there over a period of two to three years, slowly, slowly handing over bit by bit as contrasted to retiring in which I totally hands off for the moment. So this is what will happen in the next year. It's like passing the baton. When you pass the baton, after the baton has been passed, which will take place on the 7th of July, they run, I still run one I don't stop running, correct or not? In any relay, both also keep running. But before long, over the years, I will stop. And I will totally hand over. So I, 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 I want to encourage you, church. Journey with me. Journey with us. So how will this take place? What form? So from July the 7th this year, I will hand over, Pastor Dichu will still be working as usual, but I will hand over my senior pastorship to five senior pastors. What? Huh? How can it be five senior pastors? It's a new paradigm. It's a new model. There are no precedents anywhere in the world or in Malaysia. But as we sought the Lord for two years, how do we transit? This is the model that is specific and contextualized to SIBKL. So Pastor Isaac Ling will take over the senior pastor of the main church consisting of BY and SMCC. Praise the Lord for Pastor Isaac. He's only 40 years old. 
But praise the Lord for young people. Amen? Yeah, amazing people. And also, we have three other church plants. So we have one main church, three church plants. Pastor Fergus Ong, again 41 years old, will be the senior pastor of SIB Sungai Bulo. Pastor, praise the Lord for Pastor Fergus. Pastor Michael and Pastor Tabby will become the senior pastors of LifeGen. And Pastor Wong Samkyong will become the senior pastor of our workplace church. Which church in Malaysia have a workplace church which meets every Thursday, not every weekend? Because we want to target the workplace. So there'll be one main church senior pastor and four senior pastors of three church plants. So if I were to put this into a diagram, in a new governance of the church, this is what it looked like. Sorry for this, I'm just blocking quite a lot of people. Never mind. If you look at the bottom line, there are four senior pastors, or five. One church, main, main church, three church plants. Pastor Isaac Ling, main church. Pastor Fergus Sungai Bulo, Life Gen, Senior Pastor Michael and Tabi Lam, and then Walter, Pastor Bong Sam Kiong. They will chart the spiritual direction of the church. They will run the church on all the ministries. There are so many ministries under them. All right, they will chart. They will come up with a theme for 2025. They will come up with uh, the, the speaker's list for 2025. So they will run their church in their way. Four different senior pastors, four different expressions, but one vision, one family. So just to make sure that they are aligned together, there is an oversight. The oversight consists of Elder Kuntat, Elder, Sam, Elder uh, SK, myself, Pastor Lee Chu, and the four senior pastors. We will meet regularly so that we come together and align together as one mission, one mission, and the core values and DNA of SIBKL still retain. And then we have the elders on the left, and elders are very important. The elders are the fathers of the house. They are the ones who are responsible for the doctrine. Make sure that we speak the right doctrine. Make sure that the morality of the church is maintained. If any one of the senior pastors fall morally, who disciplines? The elders. The elder board are the fathers of the house. And then we have the council that meets every two months and they are the ones that manages the, the, the mundane things of the church like the finance, like the buildings, like the employment of staff. All are council responsibilities but all of us are part of one SIBKL family. Come on, let's give God a clap offering. Amen? We are one SIBKL family. So from... When we started in 1994 to today, we are founder-led, means led by me and Pastor Lee Chu. But from this year onwards in July, it will no longer be founder-led, it will be vision-led. Because the vision remains the same. So if I were to simplify the diagram, it would be like this. Alright, it would be like this. Five senior pastors, oversight, council, and then elders. And, and these are the ones. 
So this is the oversight board of SIBKL, Elder Kuntan, Elder SK, me, and the four or five senior pastors. And we will meet regularly for what? For three things. Accountability. Alignment. So that we are all aligned in the same page. The same vision, the same mission, though different expressions according to their, how they are wired, wired and how the personality are made. But more important than all of this, we want to be united. We are still one. The church family is still one in SIBKL, even though there's one main church and three other church plants. Let's give God a clap offering for this. Shall we do that? Can I implore you? Plead with you. Journey with us. As I told you, I cannot find any precedence for this. A church that has five senior pastors, you know, so it's a new paradigm. It's a new model. Journey with me. Let's do it together. This is the best way for us to move on in SIBKL. I always tell the people, after 30 years leading this church, as I say this for all the senior pastors in the world, that is retiring today, that is transiting. You cannot fill the shoes of the founder, SP. You cannot fill my shoes. But you can follow my footprint. Don't even think of it. They cannot be another me. But the footprints will be there. Don't fill the shoes. Follow the footprints that God has laid down for this church for 30 years, the vision will always remain the same. Amen? Come on, let's give God a crowd offering. Can you read this with me? Okay? It's not a bad idea. For the first weekend of the new year, let's all remind ourselves, SIBKL, of the vision that God has gave to the founders of this church that will always be there, even though the expression of it can differ. Amen? All right, let's, let's read it with me. Are you ready? Read out loud, left to right, front to bottom, top to down. Are you ready? Those online as well. Those online as well. Are you ready? One, two, three. Inspired by God to build a strong, excellent, and dynamic church that will influence the nations and impact generally. One more time, one more time. Hear yourself read it. One, two, three. We are inspired by God to build a strong, excellent, and dynamic church that will influence the nations and impact generally. Every word is loaded, so I won't have time to explain this. But it's strong. It is excellent. Everything that we do must be excellent because excellence glorifies God. I didn't say perfect. Huh? We make mistakes, of course. The best of men are still men at best. We are dynamic. We are passionate about our vision. We are passionate about God. We are passionate to honour God. 
in early days, it was just influence the nation. But over the last few years, God has blessed SIBKL that we are now influencing nations. And not only do we want to influence geographically, we want to influence generationally, to impact generations. That's why, and the landmark year, this year, on the 30th anniversary of SIBKL, we want to be a strong church, strong generations. Everybody, strong church, strong generations. One more time, strong church, strong generations. That's what it is. How many of you were here five years ago when we celebrated our 25th anniversary in 2019 at MyTech? Stretch your hand. In the balcony? Praise God. Not every one of you were there. It was an outstanding, awesome time. When over 6,000 of us gathered in MyTech Conference Center and we had an outstanding, awesome time. So I'm going to show you a video clip of only one minute just to jolt your memory of what happened. Because if that was good, this time it will be better. Roll it. He has not finished with us yet. Big is not strong. Small is not strong. What is strong? The glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former one. Once again, give God a good clap offering. It will be good. It will be historical. You don't want to miss it, honestly. It is a game changer, a watershed in the history of our church so that we will continue to influence the nations, nations and impact generations. Why 30? Why is 30 so important? In the Bible, there are 37 times where the word 30 is mentioned. And in most instances, there are three implications of 30 in the Bible. It is the number of maturity. At 30 years old, The priest can only become a priest in a rabbinic culture at 30 years old. Why? Because they are deemed to reach the age of maturity. It is also the year of, it's also the number of fullness. Repertoire, the fullness. Everything that God wants to give it to you, He will give it to you in full. But as important, it is a number of breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. If I were to put all this together and list out some instances in the Bible to prove and to show to you 
the convergence of all these three implications, it is this. Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt at the ripe young age of 30. Saul became the first king of Israel at 30. David took over from Saul again at 30. John the Baptist started his ministry at 30. And of course, a few months later, Jesus Christ came at 30. Why? Because 30... Have you asked yourself why, why Jesus Christ started his ministry at 30 years old? Well, one of them is the fact that in rabbinic culture, 30 is a year of priesthood. See? But more important than that, it's a year of fullness. It's a year of breakthrough. And Ezekiel gave, God gave Ezekiel the first vision when he was 30 years old by the rivers of Babylon. So if I will put all this together, what do I see in this church for this year is this. Because we are entering now into 30 years, something will take place spiritually amongst us. It is not another year. It is not a milestone. It is a landmark. It is a year in which God will do this for us as we continue to worship Him in this church. That's what I want to believe, that SIBKL will now enter this year into a new era of spiritual breakthroughs with greater maturity and experience the fullness, the plethora of God's blessing upon us. And when I say the church is not a vague, nameless entity, it's not a building, it's you. It's me. We are members of God's household in this church. So I want to believe that if God has led you to this church, this year will be a year of breakthrough for you. This year will be a year where you grow and you must want it. It is international. It is intentional. You must want it. You must desire it that you grow into your spiritual maturity more and more in your depths of knowing God's Word and into the fullness of God's blessing for you and your family, your work and your business. Come on, if you believe that, let's give God a good clap offering for this year. That's why I say this year is going to be special. Why? Because we will not enter 30 years again. We cannot go back. 30 years, every time, is unique. You miss it, you miss it. So we want to sense what God is saying to us in this critical year, 2024. And I told you again and again, I mentioned this several times, you don't want to miss it. How many of you were here at our wash night service on the 31st of December in this auditorium? Just raise your hands. Balcony? A lot of you, you would have noticed that I shared with you several things. And one of the things that happened on the 31st of December, half an hour before we left the old, church, old year and stepped into this new year, Pastor Lee Chu came on, on the stage to lead us in a time of prayer and she mentioned that 2024 will be a year of breakthrough. You remember that? 
And next week, as she continued the cast vision, she will talk about what does it mean? So you want to come because we've got a cast vision for this month so that you know exactly where we are going. What kind of a church is this? But you would remember that on the 31st of December, I shared with you what the Lord spoke to me just a few weeks before 31st when I was doing my quiet time. I was reading John's Gospel and I just want to share with you just in summary, just in case for you who weren't there. I was reading John chapter 1 and I came to this portion of Scripture when Nathaniel was sitting under the fig tree and Jesus then came to Nathaniel and said, hey, I saw you sitting on a fig tree. And Nathaniel said, Rabbi, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Wait a minute. Nathaniel has never met Jesus before. How come in that split second, Nathaniel can say, you are the son of God. Hey, I thought it was Peter that first said it. No, no, not true. Nathaniel. Where did he get it from? Revelation knowledge. Because now Jesus then answered Nathaniel. Nathaniel, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You. And this is plural, huh? When Jesus said, I saw you, he was talking to Nathaniel, singular. The next thing, Jesus switched to the plural, you. Meaning all of us will see greater things than this. What greater things? What Jesus is saying prophetically, something that will happen between his first coming, he's not talking about his first coming, huh? because he's already there. Ma. He's not even talking about his second coming because he's not yet gone. Ma. But between the first coming and the second coming, leading to the second coming of Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is still here, he lives inside you, inside me, you and I will see greater things. What greater things? We say, I am maybe the dead race, la, people are healed, la, the deaf hear, the blind see. No. This is greater things. I tell you the truth, verily, verily, you shall see heaven open and angels of God descending and ascending upon the Son of Man. What it means is, I'll give you a very, go back and listen to that message, but in summary, five things will happen, greater things, I believe, will happen to you and to me this year for all of us. Through angels coming up and down, the Son of Man who lives inside every one of you. Jesus is still here inside of us. But angels coming up and down, we will have greater revelation knowledge of God. Angels are messengers delivering God's message from His throne room, Gabriel. Angels are messengers of God. And because Jesus Christ lives in us, as we read the Bible, because of the changing times, because of the challenging times, God will begin to download into you and to me revelation knowledge that will not be applicable to those who don't know Him. 
So read the Bible, connect with Him. This year, God will begin to download to us greater revelation knowledge, angels delivering messages and prayers from us to Him and messages from Him to us. There will be greater retaliation. Not angels are all messengers, some are warring angels. God will send warring angels this year to fight on your behalf. Every fiery dart thrown against you, God will protect you. Why? Because Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's an offensive language. It is not a defensive posture. The church will fight. The church will be strong. That's why SIBKL must be strong. But God will send angels to war on our behalf because spiritual warfare will intensify. But in the midst of all this, there will also be greater refreshing. Why? Because many angels in Hebrews chapter 1 minister to the saints. Remember angels ministered to Jesus at Gethsemane? Same. So banish the thought of, Pastor, I'm languishing. Pastor, I'm so jaded. You're forever jaded. Five years ago, you were jaded. This year ago, this year is still jaded. Come on, man. Come alive. Because God will send angels to minister to you. There's a role of angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man that is inside of you. And then there will be greater times of revival and there will be greater reaping of souls. This will happen in 2024. You have to believe it. Everybody say greater things. Everybody say greater things. So this year will be a wonderful, wonderful year for all of us. Oh, sorry. We are a strong church, all right? Strong generations. So SIBKL is strong. We want to be stronger. So we have strong senior citizens. Hey, don't play play with senior citizens, huh? I tell you, huh? look at me, 77 years old, I'm still strong, right? Huh? Right. So we have wonderful, strong senior citizens. And we have strong women, strong ladies under Pastor Lee Chu. 37 ladies sell. All the ladies say, Amen. Amen. Wow. I tell you, which church have very strong women's ministry? Which church have strong ladies? And you need a strong woman like Pastor Lee Chu to hold it. Because it's not, not easy to manage ladies, one, I'm telling you. It needs only a strong woman to... And we have fantastic strong ladies, you know. And we are strong men. Whoa! Men of valor. This was our camp in Malacca. We had an outstanding, awesome, correct or not? So I, I, I want to speak to the men. Hey, come on, man. Take up your headship in the home spiritually. Huh? This year. This year, rise up. And we have strong families. Strong family, we, we are a family church. We want to have strong families in SIBKL. And this is where I take a commercial break. If any one of you have not had the exchange of vows before and you've been married now for 30 years, do it. Because you were married before you became a Christian. But now you become a Christian. Renew your vows. Do you know what it, 
how it impacts your sons, your daughters and your grandchildren. To see mom and dad and grandparents renewing their vows. You know, the impact it has on them is enormous. Do it. In the next 17 minutes, I'm going to share with you specifically five things. I just mentioned it. What we want to focus on, other things are important, but these five things are very important for us to strengthen, continue to strengthen, to become stronger this year. We want to strengthen the next generation. The future belongs to the next generation. I want to thank the older folks for believing in this. Come on, let's give God a clap ring for you. We must strengthen the next generation because the challenges and the onslaught they face are 10 times, 100 times worse than during our times when we fly kite, catch spiders, play tops. Now they don't. They are experiencing tremendous onslaught online, in the bedroom. So we have to build up a strong next generation that are not only able to face the challenges, but overcome. Correct or not? We owe it to them. Believe me, I need you all to flow with me. Don't feel, I, uh, why not, Pastor, you don't care about me anymore. No, Pastor will still sexy. Pastor will still love you. You know, if you're older ones, huh? I will still care for you. But look, let's empower the young. Shall we do that? So, one of the main events for 2024 will be a fantastic, mighty next-gen conference. Amen. Come on, let's give God a clap offering, especially if you're young people, anything from 16, 17 years old to 45. We're going to have a wonderful next-gen conference here, and we're still deciding who to invite. All right? Who to invite? It'll be outstanding. It's a jump start for them. So, keep the date free if you are young. Old as well. <laughs> Amen? Because we want to set it up to win. Am I right? Yeah. Because I'll tell you why. Because we just had our strong conference where we had our children ready, correct or not? How many of you were here? How many of you had children in a strong... Wave, 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 wave. Yeah. So many of you, right? Is your children changed? Yeah. I just met somebody downstairs yesterday after the first service. You know, you know, I, I, I tell you why a little short, why, why it was so important. You know, you see all these people and, and the children are so excited for God. Over 700, around 700 children and their parents were there over the end of last year. And the amazing thing is the parents were encouraged. The parents were encouraged and there's a picture I sent to some of you of a four-year-old boy, you know, four years old, you know. A picture of him kneeling before God Nobody asked him to kneel. Huh? And then two minutes later, the photographer took the picture of the same boy, prostrate. If a four-year-old boy can spontaneously worship, honour God, there is hope for this church. There is hope. Everybody, strong church. Strong generations. We have to build a strong next generation. Why? 
because the challenges they face are enormous. Strong cells. SIBKL is a, is a cell church. The last count, 60% of you are in cells. That's not good enough. I want at least, at least 80 to 90% of you are in cells. 10% are those who come and go. We still bless you. Thank you so much for visiting us. But if you want to keep, make this church your home church, my encouragement for you, join a cell. It is in a cell that you get to know us better. It's a microcosm of the church. Be mobilized through cells. 230 over cells we have all over the Klang Valley. Very different kinds of likes and homogeneous cell, ladies' cells, all kinds of cells. Join a cell. Join a cell. Because it's in the cell that you know us. So at the last Leaders Advance last year, in October, November, I got all my leaders as we cuddle and plan and strategize for 2024, how do we revitalize ourselves? So as you join the cell, you will be revitalized. You will feel very much part of the, or else you just come and go. You will never know us and we will never know you. If you want it that way, thank you very much. Praise the Lord. But it's not like that. You want to be part of what God is doing here so that we can love you, care for you, disciple you. And all of this is done in the cells. So we're going to have a cell emphasis week in March, early March. And if you are not yet in a cell, I will strongly encourage you, go to the website, find out the cell next to you, nearest to your home, and then go and join a cell. Strong prayer altars. This is very, very important. SIBKL is a praying church. No apologies about it. Prayer is like breathing to us. It is not a chore. There are prayer altars every day in this church. Not once a month. We have an official prayer altar every Tuesday night. Pastor Lee Chiu will talk about it a bit, a bit more next week. Pray. Why? Because the forces of darkness are gathering over the nation, over your life, to kill, steal, and destroy. I was so encouraged over the last week from early dawn prayer meeting every day, every morning, 6 a.m., hundreds come to pray. I've got ch children in their school uniform coming to pray and then going to school, people in their working clothes coming to pray, going back to work. What a way to start the year, amen? But what, what really impressed me was this. Young people, young people leading us every morning until the last one in prayer. These are young people. You know, I was told that they came at 4 a.m., you know. Whoa! 4 a.m. to get things ready, to practice. Wow, come on. Hey, if a young person wake up at 4 a.m., uh, it's amazing, you know, they wake up at 12 noon, man, no. It speaks well. Why is it so important that we must pray and pray for our young? I received this just only last week in my WhatsApp, in my, 
all my things. What is this? This is a society of witches. And this is calling for brand ambassadors in Malaysia. What they're doing is targeting young people to be interested in the occult, in witches, in all kinds of astrologies and all kinds of things. And I was told that this is very rampant in the West and so much so that when they have enough people, they form churches of witches. It is in our doorstep. If you don't pray for your family, if you don't pray for your children, before long, their mind will be interested, will be influenced by a different worldview. We have to pray. Strong Sabah, strong Sarawak. If you come to this church long enough, you will hear me saying this almost ad nauseum. Again and again, I will share with you the, one of the reasons why God has blessed, prospered, multiplied SIBKL is because we are faithful to the call and the mandate to strengthen the native church in East Malaysia. You have heard me say this a thousand times. And it is true. The future of this country rests on the Bumiputra church. The native church of Sabah and Sarawak and Samananjong. This is the mandate for this church. We will continue. We will continue to make them strong, to lend them strength. Even as I speak, this is the latest issue of the December issue of the Iban Revival Ministry. Even as I speak, the Iban evangelists that we support, 89 of them are going into the inroads of the Rejang Basin. Places that you and I cannot go, that they can, cross the rivers, evangelize in the longhouses. And even as I speak, the Holy Spirit is falling upon the Penans. Souls we want in this kingdom. Why? Because revival is always unto the harvest. It's not about programs. It's not about impressive church. Don't build an impressive church. Build an important one. I'm not here to impress you. If you are here, there are plenty of more impressive churches. No. We are here to do what God bids us to do. And one of the mandate is to strengthen the East Malaysian church so that more souls are won for His kingdom. Come on, you believe this? Let's give God a good clap offering. Amen. Whoa. This is our church. This is what we are here for. And then, finally, can I have the worship team on stage? All things said and done, nothing of this will happen if we don't have a strong you. It will just be a lecture a sermon. Pastor, you carry on. Huh? Thank you very much. Not for me. Uh, I will just come and I will just go like, as usual every week, uh, listen to the good sermons and then go back. Nothing has changed. That's why I want to challenge you this year. You decide. 
and I cannot do this for you. You must want to pluck yourself out from your spiritual doldrums. You must want to pluck yourself out from the quagmire that you have landed yourself in, in a mess. Why? I don't know. Indiscretion maybe, wrong choices maybe. I don't know. You're the head of the house. You're the mother. You're the father. You have made wrong choices. And, and, and spiritually, you, you are, you're jaded. This year, don't remain jaded. Don't languish anymore. I can't do that for you. And I keep saying this. I can give you good sermons. I can, inv- I can inspire you. But you have to decide. Come alive, man. Come alive. Enough is enough. If you want to stay in your present condition, uh, 2025, you'll still be there. Uh, maybe even gone deeper in the quagmire. You must want to pluck yourself up. How? And this is where I close. Three simple things you need to do. Very easy. No rocket science. Using Daniel as my model of how at the end of chapter 1 in the book of Daniel, Daniel remained there for the, until the first year of King Cyrus. Four kings! Daniel remained strong. From a 15, 16-year-old teenage boy that was held hostage until don't know how old he was. Four kings. He remained strong. Fly high, last long. How did he do it? And this is where I want to share with you as I close. Three simple things. Prayer. Daniel was a man of prayer. Three times a day he prayed. Don't care what edict. Don't care what command. Pray means pray. You pray. Spend time with God. Secondly, Word of God. There is no things are, okay? Read the Word. Read the Word of God. So can I encourage you this year, if you have not read the Bible once, commit yourself to reading the Word of God. Every cell has a Bible reading plan. So that's why I ask you to join the Bible reading plan of a cell. Why? Because in a cell, you encourage one another to read God's Word, ma. correct or not? So join the cell. It is last year, in October, when we had the leaders' dinner, 29 cells participated and 70% of the cells read the Word of God. And that's why we gave them an award. The Bible reading plan continues this year. Read the Word of God. And this is where I want to share with you as you go outside, there is a bookstore. Purposely, I told all our daily bread, ODB, our daily bread has set up a bookstore outside to share with you all their resources they have to enable you to read the Word of God every day. A devotion, 10 minutes, half an hour. Just do something. So go to the bookstore, get whatever material you have for yourself, and more importantly, I want to highlight two materials as I close. For your teenage children, this one is for boys called Stand Strong, and this one is for girls called God Hears Her. Get this material for your teenage children, and this booklet called Four Letter Word, no, it's not that one, alright, it's love, okay. 
get hold of this one. Why? Because it talks about LGBT. It talks about transgenderism. Alright? So go and get a copy of this. And it's love offering. Uh. It's, not, it's not for sale. Uh. So bless everybody. Now I'm going to close. The third very important thing. I told you, right? Prayer. Everybody say prayer. prayer. Word of God. Word of Fellowship Friends Amen Yeah You cannot do it alone Find your Shadrachs Find your Meshachs Find your Abednegoes Who will not pamper you Who will speak the truth in love In you To tell you off And yet love you the same Find a close-knit French godly ones. Uh. So I tell people, I don't care whether you go hiking. I don't care whether you play badminton. I don't care whether you go uh, uh, bicycling. Hey, don't only talk about Anwar Ibrahim. Uh. Don't only talk about the Gaza war. Uh. Encourage one another in the things of God. Make it a close, godly, intimate friend. So that all of us will journey together and we all cross the finish line. Amen? I'm going to close. Everybody say, I want to be strong. I want to be strong. Everybody say, we want to be strong. We want to be strong. Everybody say, strong church. Strong church. Strong generations. One more time. Strong church. Strong generations. So that the strength that you have is now passed down from generation to generation. And we want to fly high and last long. I notice there are visitors. If you want to know more about what kind of church we are, come for our DNA tea. Our first DNA tea is in March. It is in this DNA tea that I share with you what is our DNA. You know more about us. So if you want to know more about us, come for this DNA tea. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes. Everybody close your eyes as we close. Oh Jesus, thank you Father Lord for three services where we casted vision. I want to pray that whatever has been shared will resonate something in our lives that will resonate with the Spirit of God. That we want to, not we have to, move on to a higher plane in 2024. Before we close, I'm going to ask you, in the, I, want to, I don't want to give an altar call to the front, no. But in your quietness, as you close your eyes and bow your heads, I want you to tell God something that somewhere in what I shared with you this morning resonated with your spirit. There has to be something that struck you. That you want to say to God, yes, Lord, not no, God, uh, yes, Lord. I want to do this. This year is going to be a critical year for my life and my family. And because of what I heard this morning, I want to do this. I commit myself to do this now between you and God. So I'm going to give you a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes to do that. Will you do that? Whatever it is for your own life, for your family, good for the church, for the future, you tell God.
Those of you online as well, you can do the same in your living room, even in your bedroom. Tell God that this year is going to be a breakthrough year. Amen. It's going to be a breakthrough year for me. But you have to decide. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. If you feel that you have made that commitment to God, can I invite you to stand? Stand so that I can pray with you. We seal it in the spirit realm. It's okay with you? So in your spirit, you've made that commitment and nobody needs to know except you and God. In the balcony as well. Let me pray together so that this is sealed in the spirit realm. That something will take place because you made that commitment to God. And God will send His angels. Remember angels? He will be there to help you, support you. So if you have made any form of commitment and you want to move on with God this year, you stand, you stand. No compulsion, you just stand. Let me close and seal this together with you in the heavenly realms that God will now send angels to help us, minister to us and make this come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for so many people that are standing in your presence. Almost 90 over percent of you. I bless you. I bless you this day. I pray that God will empower you by His Holy Spirit so that you do not grind, you do not whine, you do not just drive by your strength. No, no. It is not. It is not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. So even as you commit yourself to walk with Him, the Lord will empower you. The Lord will go before you. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will continue to anoint you with His Holy Spirit. The Lord will guide you. The Lord will lead your family. The Lord will make you, give you wisdom, clarity of mind to make the right choices in your life so that this year, truly, truly, 110% will be a breakthrough year for you. Surely, 110% goodness is a good God. And mercy, He's a merciful God, full of mercy, will follow you and your loved ones all the days of your life. Amen. All the days of your life as you dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.